listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, episode 278, Strange World, Yukon Cornelius? Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, Animation Addicts. I'm Morgan Stradley. And I'm Chelsea Robson. And we are coming at you straight from the theater in Chelsea's car. (laughs) This is our car review, car time. We just saw Disney's Strange World. We did indeed. First off, Morgan, how do you like my car? Is it nice? It's nice and it's very toasty right now, which I very much appreciate. I mean, okay, so it's like 66 degrees outside. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the heater's on, full blast. (laughs) Exactly, because I cannot take the cold. We were walking literally from the theater to my car, and I'm like shivering over here. Yes. uh, Because I don't have my (laughs) my trusty jacket on, and so I'm like, crap, I forgot. Surprised we don't have a blanket back here. I know, I I really should. I really should get, get on that. Well, here we go. The things we do for you (laughs) to be able to get this episode out as soon as possible. Here we are. And we don't do this very much where we go and see the new releases simply because there's so many. We kind of pick and choose for the podcast which ones we're going to do. And sometimes Chelsea will go see one. I will be unable to attend. And so, you know, we'll see it at a different point and review it on the podcast and then do our traditional podcast via Zoom. But here we are together which also doesn't happen very often. No, yeah. And so, you know, we don't have a lot of time to really digest the movie. This is our first thoughts, basically review as it comes. Chelsea and I, as the credits were rolling, we're withholding, trying to hold back from talking because it's like, save it for the podcast, save it for the podcast, save it for the podcast. But completely impossible to do because we're (laughs) just over here like, (laughs) (laughs) I I have this comment and I can't keep it in. (laughs) So with that... We'll have you wait one more second. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. We'll see you right after this. Prepare yourself for a journey beyond what is possible. Walt Disney Animation Studios proudly presents Strange World, a new motion picture event. Brace yourself! Travel past space and time to a place of infinite mystery, unlike anything you've ever seen. Where in the world are we? What in the... We are in way over our heads. I'm not an explorer. I'm a farmer. We need to get out of here. If you want to back out, this is the time to do it. Really? (laughs) No! Messing with you. Come on. Let's make history. All 
right, so Strange World. This movie is produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios. The director, Don Hall. Aw, Don, we love him. He's the greatest. <laughs> the release date, November 23rd, 2022. A fresh, hot off the presses. Mm -hmm. Budget, not posted at this point in time. I'd imagine it'd be anywhere in the... 200, 150 million range is what I would say. Um, I mean, most of the ones over the, the last the while Pixar, have been... Around, the Pixar oh, ones really? were 150 to 200 over the past decade. Uh -huh. But I don't recall what, you know... But I imagine yeah. it's similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but, and as far as box office, we don't know. We will... Yet to be seen. Yes, we will see how this one does. Now, this one is being released to theaters, which I'm very, very happy about. You know me. Got to get that budget back. And I know. to me, I just don't see, well, especially with news coming out for the different streaming services and cuts that are happening. It's like, oh, you're, you're telling us what we learned from Netflix. That model isn't necessarily working where you just dump a whole bunch of money into it and, <laughs> and, and you're in the red forever. Yeah. I could, have told, I could have told you that. Hire me, Disney. <laughs> Hire me, Disney. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Morgan's brand on streaming services. Instead, <laughs> we're here to talk about Strange World. So it is a strange, strange world we live in. Yes. You know, I always was mixing up the name of this movie leading up to it. I was always kind of like Stranger World or uh -huh. and, and it's the Stranger Things effect, I think. Right. Yeah. Where I feel like Stranger Things just really has the the market on those this the word strange um <laughs> so that's fine eventually i i got around to it and i started calling it by the proper title uh-huh uh, i just think the title is a weird title for me you know this was a weird like it was a weird movie coming into it i the the first the first trailer i saw it was like i don't know what i'm watching mm -hmm. i don't really know what the plot is it, it just shows like a conglomerate of a whole bunch of scenes and most of it revolved around the splat character mm -hmm. the blue thing in the jig mm -hmm. and like i i was just i remember sending you because i don't i was telling morgan i most of the services that i use i pay for the premium so i don't get <laughs> I don't get commercials. She's fancy like that. I hate commercials so much <laughs> and I get it. Like, so anyway, so I, I, I never get commercials on YouTube. I never get commercials. The only thing, the only place I ever get it is on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so this one popped up and I was really confused because I didn't, it didn't seem like a Disney film, mm -hmm. like just from the view of it. And so I sent it to you and I was like, what is this? Yeah. I don't even understand. Like, because it was it just didn't seem very catchy. Yes. So all of us already, I'm not sure how well this is going to do in theaters because I don't know if people are going to see the, the trailer and be like, that's going to be amazing. Oh yeah. Instantly within the very beginning, you know, from what I saw in the trailer and the promotional materials and the first 15 minutes, it doesn't align to anything that I saw in the promotional materials at yeah. all. We eventually get there, right? but I'm like, Oh, this is, a totally different movie than what I was going in expecting. And even then what I was going in expecting, I wasn't sure because uh -huh. I thought that the trailers were really, really confusing. Like the, the world that they were presenting didn't make sense to me at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand what this strange world is. And I get that's kind of the point. Right. Um, but it just didn't feel grounded in reality in uh -huh. any way. Like with avatar, you're going into space right yes. okay and so i i'm already able to suspend this yes belief. exactly like it's a, a different planet mm -hmm. okay so you know so then we're thrown into this world and it's like is it a different planet but it's not they they really kind of make it like it's 
earth right in a way so so that that was my initial i was i'm right with you so we are spot on with how we felt going into it which was confused not really sure what this would be and i'll be honest like based on the trailer i probably wouldn't have gone and seen it yeah i wouldn't have i wouldn't have felt like oh this is the next disney thing that i gotta Mm -hmm. see yeah and i just yeah so already i'm not going to have i don't have high expectations for the block uh, that this is going to be any kind of a blockbuster even outside of the fact that this is post-pandemic people some people are wanting to go some people aren't i will say though that going in well, first off, they updated the the new. Intro. Oh yes, yes. I feel like that's. <laughs> that's I'm not that sure. Is something I want to talk about. Was... I I didn't see Wakanda forever, uh-uh. so I don't know if it. This is the first movie that had it, or if maybe that one or previous one. So I'm gonna have to look up to see when this new logo dropped because I specifically remember the. I guess the formerly newest iteration mm-hmm. of the logo. You know, the 3D one with you know the castle and it was over the the it river. It was over thing. the second Pirates of the Caribbean. Movie. Yeah, I remember seeing them at yeah. midnight and being blown away that, oh my gosh, we have a new logo. <laughs> and this one came on and I'm like, oh, we are in a new era. This they is. finally decided yeah. to update it. Uh-huh. It's even more intricate and involved than the other one. And then we got some Easter eggs. Yeah. We have Pride Rock in the background uh-huh. and Matterhorn. Matterhorn I saw on the yeah. other side. And, so, and maybe like... some lanterns in the water, which uh-huh. was kind of tangled. So lots of things to go back and watch for future to see where yeah. all the Easter eggs and that, but that got me more excited. <laughs> see, that <laughs> I was like, Oh, also the fact that there wasn't a short, I was very, very like, you know, I'm <laughs> know. ready. To, I'm ready to go to bed. So I don't need another you know, 15, 20 minutes padded to my time. So yeah, I, I love shorts, but just today. Yeah. I didn't need a short. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. So it, it like goes up this waterfall thing and then you have the castle itself turns from like a metal looking thing Mm -hmm. into the cinderella's castle from the parks and it just really looked like it so i i really liked that i thought it was cool and then it just goes straight into this theme song for a like a comic book Mm -hmm. that i'm reading Mm -hmm. which is first kind of weird because i was like okay is this supposed to be generally when they started out with a different intro like that yeah it kind of sets the stage of the who the audience is yeah so we're supposed to be people just reading a comic book uh-huh and that's what this is right and these so, are the heroes these are uh-huh. the stars yeah and so i really liked the theme songs that they gave the clay yeah the clades yes and it was just like i i'm into this i can get this yeah so when I was watching the trailers, you know, and I was trying to piece together, what is this? I kind of got Atlantis vibes yes. mixed with, um, avatar uh-huh. and a little, especially with this opening scene, you know, you get like Raiders of the lost Ark and you sort of get in Disneyland. If you've ever been in the queue for Disneyland, uh-huh. they have this old school, real footage being like, Oh, the, right. the temple of the golden, of yeah, the, yeah. The, the forbidden eye. For sure. And it's just yeah. like this old tiny 1920s sort of guy with the the old the old movie reels right yeah it just it really set a vibe for something that was on film that's kind of grainy yes exactly exactly so 
that going in, you know, this first opening scene, I thought it did a really good job of presenting the characters. Uh-huh. Um, and then you, immediately you're getting into the conflict of the father and the son. Cause you're saying right. that the son is not the big buff, strong guy. Mm-hmm, you know, he's mm-hmm. not as adventurous. He's not a replica of his dad. Yeah. He's a little bit more timid. And they show this in these different comic book things where he's like, ee, ooh, right, ooh, right. you know, and, and, and it's funny. Like they did a good job. With yeah. That. And then we go into the scene where, they are exploring it again, you know, because he's about the, so we have Jaeger, right? Was that yeah. the, the dad? I thought it was Jaeger, <laughs> Jaeger Clyde, but it's Jaeger. Oh, okay. And then or the, maybe that's just spelled with, with, no, that. I looked it up. It was <laughs> the voice cast was, uh, Jaeger Clyde. And oh. then his son at the time of this beginning part, he's 15 searcher Clyde which is quite a name. Yes. Um, and they're on an adventure with, you know, three other random people. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're, we're one of those the, later on, the, the wife? president, not the wife. Okay. Um, the, who ultimately becomes the president of the city town. Yeah. yeah. Nation. Uh, Kalisto was her name. Uh-huh. Um, a younger version of her. So, and then the, we get into more conflict where the dad wants to keep pushing forward. Uh-huh. We see how he's just so perfect in his role everything, this comic book hero adventurer, you know, saving the day, jumping off the cliff to save the sun. Yeah. And, and then ultimately the sun is holding back saying, Hey, wait, you know, what about this plant? You know, I thought it was interesting. Like right at the beginning, he's like, Oh, it has its own energy source. I'm like, how can you tell that though? Just because it electrocutes you there. Trust me. There are lots of other things that can electrocute you, but I wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't call a jellyfish and having its own energy source. Yeah. Um, it could just be, you know, the fluorescence. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, he, he was right on with that call. And, and ultimately the different explorers side with him and say, Hey, no, you know, we got to take the the benefit to society now instead of going forward for our own ego and, Mm -hmm. you know, checkbook check, not checkbook, but, you know, check off our list as far as what we're going to do. Was that what you got out of that? I thought it was more like, yeah, we might as well just stop now. (laughs) Oh no, I got it. It's like, we need to do this for the benefit of of humanity. Okay. We should go forward. Sure. But this can benefit society. Therefore we must stop our personal Uh inhibition, not inhibitions, but, um, ambitions, ambitions, you know, to, for the greater good really is kind of how I saw that. Yeah. I just saw it as like, well, I knew that he was like, oh my gosh, look at this thing. Yeah. Let's do that. But then the rest of them, it was kind of just like, ah, oh, he's right. Yeah. yeah we're, just, sure. we're, All right. we're a bit traumatized after what just happened. <laughs> right. And you know, we're, just, we're only we 10 just... minutes into this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So they end up taking this plant down off the mountainside yes. and it, well, at this point in time, there's this big fight between the dad and mm-hmm, the son mm-hmm. and they decide and the dad decides I'm just going to keep going. And he hands him his, his, uh, what is it called? The compass. the compass. Yeah. So he hands him his compass and he's like, you're going to need this to find your way home. I thought they were going to do something with that as far as like, yes, yes. Like this is it, your, like coming back to me home, coming use back it to find him. Cause it had the picture of the family in there. Yes. So I could tell that they were going to do something about like, this is like unity of the family. Let's let you find your way back to us kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it wasn't really, it wasn't really shown like what was the mom doing? Like she was just kind of, yeah, she was a non-entity. Yeah. The entire time. Right. Right. Until the very, very end. Okay. That whole storyline just, we will get there. We'll we get, get there. there. <laughs> we will get there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so they end up going off 
and he goes off into he, the mist. Yes. And it, he gets mad and we he literally we never see him again. He doesn't turn back. He, yeah. there's no forgiveness, no moment. We're t- we're kind of going scene by scene with this, but high level concepts, you know, there's this there's this theme of father and son. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a father-son which, story, which I was I was glad that they did that because I've been in other movies where they don't have like a personal um there's not a personal stakes yes. involved. Mm-hmm. It's not a character driven right. story. It's a action driven story. And when you're looking at the best stories, you want to know, you don't really care what happens. You care why it matters mm-hmm. to that person. Mm-hmm. And so th- I, I felt like, okay, good. We're actually creating some kind of a, of a background of right. like, emotional ties. Yeah. So I was, I was glad about that. And like in Canto, we have this generational family mm-hmm. situation where yes. we have the grandfather, the father and the grandson, and we have the two different sets of familial relationships uh-huh. or, or paternal relationships yes. between Jager and searcher and then searcher and Ethan, Ethan uh, and, and how they kind of mirror each other in different ways. And so, you know, we fast forward 25 years, which is a significant amount of time. Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting, like looking back now, I've seen the movie, um, searcher didn't seem to really care or miss or have any long-term ramifications from his dad being gone. Right. It's just all this resentment that he's held on. It was never like you abandoned me or I miss you. Like we weren't there for me. You know, I feel like that kind of would have been a little bit more natural way to go. It was just, he was just so, so shut off to his dad. Throughout he the really whole time, he did not, it was, it, and so when they had fights, it was like, I kind of felt Searcher was a total jerk. Yeah. Um, later on when they meet back up because it, it just, he's your dad, you know? And I understand that people do bad things and, you know, you don't necessarily have to forgive them always. And, but it, it just didn't feel realistic that it's like, oh, you know, dad went his way and I went my way and I never saw him again. And like life's great. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I do. I'm doing my own thing. I'm paving my own way. And I under, maybe, maybe that is the case for a lot of people, yeah. you know? Um, but from the story point, it just didn't seem like the natural path that the story would have gone, or at least there should have been some sort of, I miss you dad, you know, but yeah, like, it seems like their relationship, you don't even know my wife, you right, don't know my right. son. We don't, we don't have that that connection there. And I'm going to be comparing this back to a goofy movie yeah. a lot because I feel like <laughs> that was the other one. Yes. <laughs> it just does one of the greatest father son yeah. transformations and kind of the road trip story uh-huh. and, and how they get there and how they're the conflict that they have. Uh-huh. And, and with, with goofy, you know, he, he kind of wants Max to be his a version of him. Mm-hmm. And Max is so different and it, it totally works in a goofy movie because goofy is like literally a cartoon character. He's just so weird. And Max is kind of like this modern kid. Yeah. Um, so you can really see the stark differences between the two and how they, you know, when they're in the car at the very beginning of the movie and they're arguing over like, ha hopes we've got, <laughs> you know, that's what right. goofy wants to listen to. And then Max wants to listen to like rock, you know, metal. <laughs> um, they make it very clear the differences between the two. And, and, and this one, it was like, well, you're an adventurer and I'm a farmer. And I understand like those are totally two different worlds, right? One two wants different to, worlds, right? But it, one wants to stay home and do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the other one is much more external yeah. driven. So yeah. So he's, he's become like, uh, 
a celebrity or yeah. kind of a savior in the world because he brought this energy source. And I'm like, oh man, here we go again. <laughs> Yet another movie that's fighting over the energy source. How many superhero movies yeah. do we see where there's some sort of energy force that's going to either save the world or destroy the world, exactly. you know? <laughs> right, right. You know, and so here we, you know, as soon as this energy source is introduced, I'm like, okay, I they're not just going to leave it at this. No, no, no. And they did not. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just going to be right honest at the beginning. I feel like this was, this movie was one of the most complete versions of propaganda that I've seen in a really <laughs> long time. And it was, it's just like, I need, uh, all you really needed was Captain Planet to come oh, out. For sure. At the, the very end. the very end. Literally heart. <laughs> I know. At the end to, to get the heart beating Wait, again. Heart. <laughs> well, I thought at the end, you know, when the heart had died, essentially, you uh -huh. know, we needed a, to basically a defibrillator. Uh-huh. We need the energy source. To bring it back. And, you know, it, it would have been so just classic i guess for you know the tears of the the one who was the feeling he literally if you were to mm -hmm. give captain planet powers to each one ethan was heart you yes, know for him was. to be crying over the heart and then his tear to go down <laughs> yes. and to like you know I what waiting for the tear yes the tear needed to come and it, and it did didn't go. come and i was like oh it's so stereotypical and like <laughs> i feel like i needed that <laughs> Yes. It was such a missed, missed moment. I mean, so cheesy. Like, how oh, yeah. the critics would have just been like, oh, are you kidding me? The, right. But then the when, magical when you teardrop. didn't give us this, <laughs> the fact that you didn't give us this, it means my heart broke right there. Right, right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> the fact that they're using this energy source. So basically it's, it's like he's come in, he, he brings in, he, he plants, this energy source, as he would call it, which is like, okay, is this a message of They're basically over nuclear Brussels sprouts? Right. <laughs> which goes back to our, our one conversation where we're like our favorite vegetables and oh. like Brussels, Brussels sprouts oh, really are my king, favorite. One of the king of all vegetables for sure. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> so that's what made me laugh too. I was like, ah, oh, Morgan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at the very beginning he's, he's going through and he's picking up you know, some of the Brussels sprouts. I'm like, oh, they're magic. Yay. Magic beans. The magic beans. Yes. <laughs> Don't sell them. Don't sell your cow for them. Yes. But he, I guess these are now like little things of energy. They're that just they, little ball, literal, they, literal balls of energy that they can just, type things. yes. Like batteries that they shove into everything yeah. and somehow also creates technology of, right. you know, planes that are able to fly without motors them carton wagon mm -hmm. at the very beginning and that was actually a really funny gag i really yeah. liked where he was about trying to fix his <laughs> wagon wheel and he's going about it and the horse just walks off he's like oh no yeah <laughs> but I, I have to say i've been in that situation before <laughs> where i'm just like ah oh, crap come back here yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great uh, <laughs> i was like oh i feel this <laughs> i mean the solution to the problem for the energy is uh -huh. is nuclear power. Let's it be is. real. Yeah. The, the amount of nuclear waste for decades you can fit into basically a tin can. Yeah. And yeah. it's safe. It's reliable. Now, I think everyone looks at things like Chernobyl. Right. And now, you know, suddenly nuclear power is off the table. But it's like, 
okay, we're not going to do it like the Russians did it, okay? I mean, it's Mr. Fission from <laughs> like the Russians did it. I mean, was like, come on. <laughs> we have power plants in the US, FYI. Right, we do. So, um, you know, that is that really is the solution, but for some reason <laughs> no one wants to go there. They yeah. want all these other ways. Well, but, so I guess like the the thing is like so over over drilling is kind of something that they would be comparing yes, us to yes. in our days. And the fact that we've yes, it's made our lives so much better, but we're going to sacrifice our lives for the heart of of Tafiti, basically yeah. like uh, you, you know <laughs> don is. hall he's or don yeah he's going back to you know he co-directed moana uh-huh. he's like well and why why the last dragon so he's like you know what this Tafiti character she was real great in moana let's bring her back right and you know what in raya the last dragon i really he had all these extra character designs yeah. like bring him back that's what it felt like too when they were doing it the the um, at the credits at the end, they're like throwing up random creatures that were never part oh, of the movie. Yeah. And it was like, where did these None of these creatures had eyes. And then in the credits, they're, they're showing these creatures that have like Looks faces like monsters and, and monsters. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, what the, that was not, that was not what I saw. Um, okay. Going to character design. One thing that, okay. So overall, my thoughts for this film is very disjointed. Uh-huh. It, it was all over the place and going to character design, I felt like the characters, there was two different sets of characters from two different like character design, mm-hmm. you know, philosophies. The first one was the Clade family mm-hmm. and the, you know, also the, the new Clade family, um, where they had these big bulbous noses. They had these very cartoony eyes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Jager specifically was so Chuck Jones over the mm-hmm. top squash and stretch, um, very much, I felt like these were kind of like Genby Tartakovsky characters yeah, where yeah. it's just really overdone, especially with the eyes. Like I felt like when I was looking at, um, searcher, he reminded me of the boyfriend from hotel Transylvania. Yes. Like a lot. Yes. A lot. Where I was like, wow, did, like, is he, is Genby Tartakovsky in the credits? Because he could have done your character yeah. design. So we have them and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then we have just like everyone else random background characters who we don't really have names for. It was like, they, if you notice when they went down into the body of the creature, like these background characters that were on the ship were never really around. They just pop in when mm-hmm. they needed to. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of annoying. But then the main one girl was the president of the town society, Callisto. Mm-hmm. She was the one from the beginning yeah. adventure. Um, and she was this other set of character designs that were more grounded in reality. Yeah. They had more realistic faces and, you know, based on different cultures um, that you could kind of tell that they, they weren't the cartoony versions. Yeah. And literally, I feel like Callisto felt very Raya, totally Raya. Yeah. I was just like, you could have been the sister to the one girl with the shaved head. Yeah. From Raya. yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I get you. Yeah. And I didn't love that. I felt like it really took me apart. It felt like I was watching like just a mashup of maybe two different movies. Uh huh. Um, so that's, that's that it ultimately like it, uh, they either need to all be cartoony uh-huh. or all not. Um, so I'm not sure why they chose one, chose this oh, one or the other. So, Leftover Let's character just, designs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Leftover models. They already did. I really liked this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking at the the relationships between um, everybody. Like Meridian I, I was that her name? Mer- Meridian. Yes, Meridian. Yeah. 
And I, actually, I, really, I loved her. Oh, yeah, I thought she was really too. great. Me too. I really, I thought it was classy and cla- classic. The fact that they're like dancing and kissing or whatever. And mm-hmm. then the son is just like, ew, stop. And they're mm-hmm. like, but every teenage girl likes to yes. see their parents. Yes. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like you, you say no, but you really do. You want You'd to rather have that than the, than, than the, the other. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, you just hating each other. Exactly. Uh, I did like the, like, we're all sitting around dancing and like making dinner mm-hmm. thing. I thought it was weird though, that she was leading Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I noticed that. She was like the one spinning him and actually leading in oh. dancing. I was like, okay. Of course. Whatever. <laughs> well, then there was the one moment where Ethan was putting some like salt into the pan. And it was that it's based off the meme where the guy's like sprinkling a little. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, where he has his arm like tucked up like in the swan pose where you're like. <laughs> it's like biting. Yes, yes. The, the biting swan. We all, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was sprinkling a little. I was like, oh, yes, I, I caught that. So. Okay that meme yeah you know the family was great and i really liked the dynamic that they had and they're working together you know on on the yield farm yeah so i'm glad to see in this society farmers still are able to make a substantial living mm-hmm. you know well, i guess when energy is what you're harvesting you know there's big big money in energy you know but, <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, nowadays a... nowadays the small Here's... family farmer is not a thing and it's no being which is such a bummer it is except so i used to work at a bank and there was this guy that would come. I worked at the, the business side of mm-hmm. so the business window. So this guy, he would drive in every single day, basically. And he had the most worn down pickup truck, mm-hmm. you know, you can think of just yeah. like falling apart, basically like these yeah. things coming through. And he would, he would deposit uh, $10,000 every single day <laughs> because it was like, little known fact, maybe some people know, some people don't. If you do anything more than 10,000, you have to do a whole bunch of paperwork yeah, yeah. Um, as far as cash goes. And so he learned that pretty quick. And so he found the number that he didn't have to do <laughs> it. So he would good for him. Yeah. So yeah. every Government day does not need to be in your business about your money. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he would just come in every single day and just like over time, like he would just be putting, doing his deposits and whatnot. And as the teller, you're able to see what's in their account. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of money in that account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was so, so for somebody to say like, or to think that just because somebody is a farmer, oh, yeah. that they are maybe less well off or they don't have things together or right. maybe less educated or whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, but yeah, the, the fact that he's got this big old farm and he's basically the hero of the town. That uh, he has a statue. He, he's, has, he's got a statue. His dad's got the statue. His is taller. Yes. Because so, <laughs> apparently that matters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of innuendos this there are a lot of innuendos um yeah and so it's it goes into and they they actually show more of ethan the son the grandson you know son eats grandson yeah and he's got his crowd his uh his what what did they call him his crew yeah maybe i don't yeah Yeah, i think that like the crew, because that was the fight at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, no, the crew does this. Nah, they're not talking about us. This is also touted as the first Disney film to have a same-sex attraction for a teenage. A main character. For a main character. Yeah, because yeah. there's been other, you know, characters that are in the background. Uh-huh. Really subtle. Yeah. But this one is not. 
no, it's 100% there. And it, this is obviously not a thing that is second guessed in right, this right. culture. From there, it's like, which part of me wondered when, when Jaeger, I have a problem with, I want to call him Jaeger or, or as I like to call him Yukon Cornelius. Ah, yes. when Ethan was telling the grandpa that yeah. this was because of the generational shift or that right. it's been so long. Yeah. That he's, it was been, gonna create... he's been like alone in like, uh, in... right. Exactly. Yeah. Where we don't know how... society changes a lot in 25 years, but right. clearly, you know, that wasn't an issue at all. So, um, I think they just didn't want to present uh, this as being anything different or weird or mm-hmm. something to second guess. It just is right. what it is. Right. Right. And so that's part of the commentary throughout the whole film. It's always brought up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like some people I know are going to be so in, on board and be like, yes, this is my jam. This is everything that I need. And then there's going to be others that aren't. And so I'm really curious to see how it looks out as far as how the box office takes it. Mm-hmm. This is an, this is definitely an older film. I feel like, yeah. you know, just like seeing red, not in, not in the same way at all. Seeing red just had, period talk you know yeah yeah. you know but this one it's not even the the gay relationship Uh uh-huh it's just that it's an older film like what i was thinking at the beginning i'm like would i take my kids to this because it's really kind of convoluted like the storyline is hard to follow right it's not that super funny or engaging or just Really, you know, it's just the creatures yes. that would be anyway. I, I like. I don't think my kids would like this. I think my kids would get bored. Uh huh. Very, very quickly because they can't it, really relate to the. Right, you know. Eventually, maybe. the magic carpet comes in. Like right. that scene. That he, was the magic he, carpet. He, that was one hundred percent what I thought too. Yes, he is carpet, and yes. I looked, and he was based off carpet. You know, Splat was the name of this blue character. But the moment where Ethan, you know, he falls into this pit aka the cave of wonders yeah. he falls into the cave of wonders <laughs> and then he finds this creature he's like hey little guy come out you right, know exactly and he gets he, he taunts him out and he says i'm not gonna hurt you uh you know in aladdin he says right. that but there's even the moment he's like oh you i'm, I'm looking for this lamp right da, 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 da. Exactly. and he shows the way and it's the exact same thing oh my gosh, with splat yes. splat's like well I'm, I'm looking for a way out of here do, 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 do. <laughs> he takes him off you know i'm like wow they just like ripped ripped carpets lines yes, from the movie they really did <laughs> well and the other thing like later on i was like oh my gosh from uh, aladdin and the king of thieves <laughs> <laughs> where it's like you totally called it. i totally did so they at the very end they go out and they see that oh by my goodness it's been a creature we've been inside of like so it's mrs frizzle's you know class yeah. magic school bus goes inside somebody this creature's yes. digestive system and they're like oh that's the heart oh that's the digestive mm-hmm. system that's this. right oh <laughs> these were the lungs i know <laughs> that windy area oh goodness <laughs> buckle up class <laughs> that's exactly. really what it was right and then <laughs> But you go out and the very end that they go outside of the, the animal or the, the creature and it's like a giant eyeball. And all I could hear was Aladdin saying on the back of a giant turtle. <laughs> uh, Aladdin, the King of Thieves reference for those oh who are gosh. like, I don't remember that in Aladdin. <laughs> like, honestly, that's all I could think of right then. You know, and it really bothered me. They finally, after all this time, figured out a way to 
get past the mountains. Right. Right. And, and see what this is. And all we see two times is a giant eyeball. Right. Uh, a giant eyeball of what? I want to know. Yeah. You have enough energy. Please, can you zoom out <laughs> right. a bit? Like, just 100 yards or right, even right, right. further? Like, w- an eyeball of what? This is This is very important to me. And we don't find out until the very right. end when they do the big zoom out. It's like the flat earthers in the audience are like, <laughs> we were right. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. <laughs> I knew it. They've been hiding it this whole time. <laughs> I mean, flat earthers, I, I, I don't believe, believe that we live on an earth that is a turtle, but I'm pretty sure that's no, not the case. So, no, they, don't, so they are but... wrong on that. <laughs> so I've, I've got to say this. While I was in Vegas two weeks ago, I was staying with a friend's mother-in-law and then her mother-in-law had a, had a roommate. And while I'm staying there, things just come up randomly and it also came up that she is she believes the flat earth theory oh. and i was like you know what i respect there are it. dozens of us dozens. <laughs> <laughs> no but but like i like wow i respect it because we've had so much evidence to the contrary that for you to really hold on to this right you know what more power to you <laughs> <laughs> people have you know governments lie sure so if if somebody there i saw this there at the a, end of days we're gonna the scroll of the earth is gonna be unraveled and we're or unrolled and we're like oh my gosh really <laughs> we really were on a flat earth yes <laughs> all the things that we've been lied to or yes convinced of right yes well it'll blow our minds <laughs> it'll blow our minds <laughs> i mean it was just amazing and then some were like yeah that, that person's totally wrong i told you oh, right exactly <laughs> i told you phyllis <laughs> So there was, I saw, side note, uh, tangent time, tangent time. I, I was, you know, scrolling through Instagram and the, there was a, a stand-up comedian that comes up and he's just like, no, I always respect the conspiracy theorists because, you know, governments have lied to us. There was a point in time when FDR was in office, no one knew that he couldn't walk. No right, one, right, knew. Right. but you know there was some uncle out there that was like, he can't walk. I tell you, <laughs> like, oh, there he goes again. Yep, talking yep. about how president can't walk. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, amazing. Okay, so back to the movie. Back to the movie. Yeah, because you all care. Our about double tangents. Yes. <laughs> so the other part was. He's a gamer. Uh, Ethan is not not a video gamer. Not he's a, video, a board gamer. He's a board gamer. These yes. are very two oh, very oh. different groups. Mm-hmm. The game that he's into is kind of a Settlers of Catan slash Dungeons and Dragons uh-huh. combo. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Morgan is a board gamer. I so. am. I'm one of the yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. I was like, oh, I see the some I resemblance s- here. Yes. The inspiration. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so there are many times where I also I have another friend. We have a common friend who is also a board gamer. Mm-hmm. And every time like he'll tell me stories about how he'll go over to different people's houses and for a little like 12 hours be playing a specific game. Oh, I've been a part of these. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. That is an impressive commitment to that game. So congrats. I mean, people wouldn't bat an eye if someone said they play a video game for that's 12 true. hours shooting whatever. Right, right, right. Or even just, and that's Zelda even just for 12 that's hours. That's just yeah. like moving like your thumbs, you know, this you know, is like so, Body, like you're, you're moving. Right. I'm like, know? why is it such a weird thing that I'm in person with other people playing That's a true. game? So what? Okay. <laughs> I'm in the flesh. Yes. All right. Good job. <laughs> so good but times. The, there, there was a point in time where he starts playing the game with his 
dad and his grandpa. Yeah. And neither the dad or the grandpa can figure out how to win the game because, <laughs> and he's the only one. And this was the other part that was like, okay, here's the message we, of the story. Yep. <laughs> I like trees. Able, yes, <laughs> I like trees. <laughs> we have to be able to live within the system. And that's the thing is like, I have a very firm belief that we should be great stewards yes. of what we have. And that, that idea of being able to live within the environment and use the environment well, and mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. not use things that aren't natural. Like I like the fact that there are real like organic things. That was one of the things that you noticed too, is that whatever they're building, they're not organic farmers. Oh, at the very beginning, there's dust cropping or yeah. crop dusting at the very beginning. I was like, really in 2020, we're promoting crop dusting, but it's because oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forever stuck in 2020. Um, yeah, because it seems like there is a natural shift, especially in you know, a lot of the health communities away from right. the pesticides that we've realized, oh, this is actually really damaging for us. It right. causes cancer. And like, right. these big corporations have been making money off of it and they don't care that it's killing people, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I was like, really? I'm surprised that they, this crop dusting thing that they included it. I'm fine either way. Like it's, yeah. it's like smoking in movies. It, yes. We know smoking is bad. I don't, don't care. I don't do care it. if someone is smoking in a movie, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting. I like, go, oh, okay. But it's because it was very clearly tied to a plot point right. to save the day later on. Right, right, right. Yeah. I did respect her for being the flyer. Oh yeah. Once... She had three things that were important to her. Yes. And that was, and if she needs to fly her way in to save her family, to save the other two, I'm like, girlfriend, I like you. Yeah. We needed her because, you know, we had this dispensable other pilot who literally <laughs> is pulled out of the front glass yeah. and we, and literally he's dead. Yeah. You know, and, and we just yada yada that, you know, but he died. Uh -huh. So, you know, rest in peace. <laughs> right. Of guy that obviously it was disposable yes. meant to die. <laughs> well, cause we needed to bring mom in. Right. Exactly. You know, can have two pilots fighting for things. Cause then at the end when the, uh, the mutiny happens, but yes. I guess it was, wasn't really a mutiny because technically it was their ship. So no, it was yeah. the president ship. Yeah. And so she was the one who kicked, they went against the family, the clates. Uh huh. So it wouldn't be a mutiny because mutiny was when your own people go against the well, leader. She, the leader would have seen her cause she was the one that brought them on to the project. Right. So they mutined against, mutinied against her. No, she was with them at the beginning. Cause she was like, sorry for the good of humanity. We got to keep going. And then yeah. they locked them all in the closet. Right. right. Anyway, anyway this, is okay. a, this is a moot point about <laughs> mutiny. Um, Who but, yeah, the mutineer, at, mutineer. <laughs> but we'll call it, it a mutiny. We'll call it a mutiny, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have worked out with, if turns out, Hey, well, we still have our pilots. So right. We really don't need her. But then she became extra necessary when no one could fly the pilot right and uh, okay. that random dude that was just, i didn't really I didn't love like him. him he was so, he was really over the top and just so unhelpful i'm like yes yeah. he provide <laughs> you know he's like what scared of everything and just <laughs> what is your job i here? don't know you uh, had one job and that was like, to take care there of the were kid. three or four background characters that just and then they at the very end when they we're looking at the eye again uh there's another kid there's like a younger kid that was there and i'm like who are you and where did you come from i literally have never seen you we've been hanging out with the rats in the bottom of yeah. the i don't know so yeah that was a weird thing there were so many throwaway characters in this one and as well as as i mentioned in lightyear uh -huh. they always have this like at the very beginning they have random characters that you never see again yeah yeah like in lightyear you had this the rookie 
that is literally there just to be mm-hmm. dumb. And then you never see him mm-hmm. again. And here you have the cartographer. <laughs> I liked him and I wish they would have brought him back. Cause he was like, I'm a cartographer. That's why I, that's what I've trained for. <laughs> like, no, 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 that's not your job. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, why couldn't you have brought in those characters again? Like, well, I think of Atlantis and that crew in Atlantis, yeah. very much you get to know every, there's the doctor, yeah. there's this person, she's this mechanic. Like they all have a purpose. Right. And even though they're kind of background characters, you know, as compared to Milo, yes. um, they're there and they serve a purpose. But this one, it's, I get it because it's like, you don't want too many characters. And even when you look currently on IMDb, it only lists six characters. Mm-hmm. Now there are more than six characters when you look at the end with the credits, it's not a huge voice cast, but I mean, there were other people clearly right. that did these voices, but um, IMDb, since we're still seeing it before the movie comes out, hasn't fully updated as far as like total voice cast. But I don't know, I guess you just, Hey, we have these random background characters that we literally, they, they serve no purpose other than, yeah. you know, occasionally popping in here and there. We're not going to spend time on them. Or do you build them out and make them more important to the, the plot? I mean, we didn't need anyone else. So I, right. I, I can't hate it, but it yeah. was just weird. It was. And I feel it. Like, yeah. So that's my main thing. It was like, why didn't they bring, you, you gave him a line at the beginning. Why didn't you just let him stay in the mm-hmm, film? Mm-hmm. If you kept her in there, you might as well have kept mm-hmm. other people. Or combine them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We want to keep this a small mission. There's only four of us just like the beginning, you know, I don't know. Right. So let's talk about the actual world. Okay. Because this is really what they're highlighting in the trailers. Mm -hmm. And it's the most confusing part of the movie to me. Mm -hmm. The most unenjoyable part is when we go. The digestive system. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) once you, once you finally get it all at the end, you're like, oh, okay. I did sort of, when they had the trees that were, they look like the, um, on your, in your lungs, they basically look like little branches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were kind of breathing in and out. And I was like, Oh, they look like those on the lungs, you know, uh-huh. but I didn't at that point make the connection. Like maybe we're inside a body. Cause right. I thought we were inside, like it almost felt like we were inside of an ocean without the water. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm like, what is this? And I, it's, and then it has kind of like the color scheme of Pandora at times uh-huh. with like the bright neons and the pinks and the purples. Uh-huh. And, I just really struggled in that world because I, I didn't know what it was Uh because in the main world, it felt like a normal earth Uh with, you know, this other element of the energy source, you know, then to like, Oh, actually we have this subterranean world. That's just totally crazy. That's fine. But it just, something just didn't click with me as far as the design of the world. Everything was weird. The animals I didn't love, uh-huh. none, none had eyes. Um, and now I get why. <laughs> right. Right. Um, they were supposed to represent, you know, like mitochondria and right. red blood cells and white <laughs> blood cells and this and that, you know? Okay, cool. So are you telling me that the humans are basically like dust mites on the skin of this giant creature? Yeah, that's, that's basically what it yeah. feels like. <laughs> like what's the creation story on this one? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Like, okay. I mean, it's, it's kind of like in, there's just so many movies that I, that they like pulled from for this thing. So the or fact that you're pulling from that I'm pulling from. <laughs> yeah. I guess I just watch a lot of movies. <laughs> you can only do so. Well, there's no original ideas anymore. Yeah, so. they're not, but it's kind of like in uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas with Jim Carrey, where they're uh-huh. like on the back of it or on on a snowflake the entire time. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just like microcosm that you your world was important, but then you, you step it back and oh my right. gosh, which I mean, it's like, once again, it's the, you know, 
Captain Planet situation where uh-huh. they're trying to like let you see Mother Earth has got this whole thing. It's paganism, but it's like all right, on the Fiti. back of a Tafiti. Tafiti on the back of a giant turtle. <laughs> That's our title. Uh, gotta be. Well, maybe not because it's like a huge spoiler. It is a huge spoiler. <laughs> it's like literally the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. That was my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but the majority of the movie is there. I just didn't... Everything felt so random. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the animals walking around. We have this and we have that. And we have the... It looks like sea anemones almost. And, yeah. Um, then Splat, whatever he was supposed to be. And and then the, the creatures that were attacking. You know, now it makes sense what those are. But yeah, I was like, why are they attacking them? Why are only um, those attacking? Mm-hmm, Why are these mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. the ones that build? And it's also you're you're showing. Um, <laughs> I know I can't think of anything but the the other name. Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, Yukon Cornelius coming in with his flamethrower. What is he using for to fuel? power that? I know. <laughs> I mean, that thing should have ran out of gas or whatever eons ago. I mean, I thought the same thing. What are you doing? How? <laughs> that is the eternal flame. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, that exactly. That is. Why the... are we not like so excited about that? That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like bulldozing everything that goes through. Oh, going back to the gamer thing that when uh-huh. I was sitting around playing the game and there was the one part was like, so there's no enemy. What kind of crap writing is this? <laughs> <laughs> there were some self, like self-referential. Yeah. The one where he's like, oh, merchandise. Yeah. 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 Like, yep. Yep. That's exactly what we were going to do. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to sell plushies and squishy uh-huh. pillows out of uh-huh. this. And they're going to, you know, the hand things that you can maybe squishy. Yes, exactly. Things. You're going to have lots of these around. Not sure if that's going to be worth it, though. I kind of feels like those Gak yes, like, yeah. hands that oh, get yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which was so so silly to me when they're trapped in the closet. And they're like, how are we going to get out? We're going to get the dog. Legend, come on. Yeah. They're trying to get teach him. And I'm like, you have this squishy thing that has shown <laughs> many times that he can squish and flatten and stretch. And- I know. Hello. Yeah. So Legend. <laughs> If you're looking at the Oscars, they now have a set of rules in order to be nominated. You have to like have certain things. And one yeah. of those diversity quotas is somebody with some type of disability. disability. Uh-huh. And so the fact I was like, ah, oh, that's why the, the dog only has three arms. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they got to fill that quota. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say though that there's, I've seen a couple of the like three-legged dogs or like less than four-legged dogs on, uh-huh. on Instagram. And they're quite, they're quite fun. They're cute. They, they, they make it work. They do. So the main themes of this is really just the father-son, father-son mm-hmm. dynamic. Paving your own path. Paving, yeah. Paving. And if you're looking at a hundred years ago, everything was done father to son. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if it, you learned the fa- the trade right. of the parents. Yeah. And so I can definitely see how as the trades in general got more developed right you have less need to be an apprentice to someone mm-hmm. and so it's like now everybody goes to college and they do their own thing <laughs> and like it's they can do whatever yeah um like i grew up in a family business so yeah. i know how that is and i know how the whole thing is but it's just like i kind of feel sad though when the fact that they show that as being any type of a negative of like 
you can't, right. you can't force this on me when it's like, I learned so many things yeah. through my parents' business. Mm-hmm. So, so, so many things, hard work being the biggest, I would say. And also just the ability to do so many different things, different parts of the business. And so I feel sad because he has had, he, he now has a really great skill and he's probably going to be loaded. The fact that he's able to do all these things, but you know, the family farm, once again, going away. Well, that's why back in the day, you know, we had bigger families. Yeah. And so you only needed one heir basically to take over and everyone else can do what they wanted. Now, you know, we don't, we don't even produce it pop uh, at replacement level. Yeah. It's 1.7 per every couple basically, Uh which is not great. Um, and so, you know, and in this family, they had just one son, Uh which is kind of stereotypical of the modern day family, like one, maybe two kids. Yeah, if yeah. you're pushing it, you know, a, a boy and a girl, if, if you get lucky, but if not, you know, a boy and a boy, girl, girl, whatever. Right. So the odds of the one out of one accepting to, I want this to be my path, especially now right. that there's all these other options presented or right. very unlikely to happen. But I agree with you. I think the family business and, and building up something to be able to pass on is yeah. really cool. I and really understand the I legacy total, idea. I like, I, I like, I come more around to that, you know, like I recently did a field trip to a dairy farm, which had just shut down. Uh-huh. Why they were sort of st- why they were still doing tours is beyond me. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, if I would have known you were shut down and had zero cows here, I would not have come to your farm, Aww. you know? So they filed bankruptcy, but they're still doing field trips for preschools. And I mean, schools. you gotta, you gotta make money. I know, I know. But <laughs> you know, they had about 12 uh, show cattle that were like, okay, these are, so kind of like the cattle could, I had. You, at could beat, you could beat these, and, and um, yeah, they're petting zoo. Yeah, exactly. And they had they a little petting zoo. zoo. Yeah, it's there were there were some pet, petting corral. There were some petting animals, um, <laughs> and then they went and they showed us the you know the operation of a commercial milking mm-hmm. facility with no cows. I'm like, right. can you not get one of those show cows to come here and like <laughs> hook them up to the system? But I understand why they wouldn't because then they have to clean the whole thing. Yada right. yada yada. So, anyways, you know, it was just it really brought home to me, like the idea of the small family farm is dead. Mm-hmm. Everything is corporatized and these farms are being either they're shutting down because they can't compete or right. they're being bought out by these big corporations. And so oops, the idea that, you know, you would have a farm to pass on, um, really isn't, I don't know, not, it's not like it used to be a hundred no, years ago. Anyways, this is totally unrelated to the movie. It isn't, but... But... <laughs> and, and it just shows that I guess it's just more the messaging that I, I was looking at. Is, yeah. Is the fact that they're, they had to choose one way. I mean, yeah. they couldn't have it both ways. They couldn't say pave your own path. Right. But then also live the legacy that I have set for you. Right. Both are good yeah. in their own way, but you really have to choose one or the other. And that's why yeah. I think with the, the LGBT stuff that he would have, that they should have made that more of an issue mm-hmm. because then he would have had more opportunities to choose his own path. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then he really have to choose like, this is me dad. Yeah. You know, this is me. I, I don't want to be a farmer, you know, I'll, but right. you know, they, they really just focus on the farmer aspect. Right. Right. I see both as being, they would be just completely different stories. Totally. Like I could, I could go ahead and I could write a really great story. Maybe not a great, great story. Wow, but I could write real, a story. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> right. I could write a story that would be 100% complete 
about you know the family farm kind of thing and uh-huh. wanting to mm-hmm. to continue in the legacy and you can write an entirely different one on not wanting to mm-hmm. and so i just yeah i think that we've seen a lot of the not wanting to follow yeah yeah and it would be nice to see one that would be like no i want to follow i wanted I want. to go this one path and i came back and i saw not saw the light but i saw the value in yeah. what had been created here. And like, I chose that like yeah. when I never thought that I would, you know, yeah. like you think of the farmer's daughter, like it's a classic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a girl I, I follow from survivor. She and her dad played together on a family season where, you know, the, it was a father daughter and like couples or whatever. And she was the farmer's daughter, you know, and he was the farmer and, uh-huh. you know, she went to college and does marketing now, you know, and it's just, that's kind of the, but so, that's, the way that a lot of people want is like, I don't want what you had, what I had. Right. I want you to have something else. And, right. and that's like college and, and right. like a big corporate job. And right. it's different nowadays. But anyway, um, one last thing I wanted to talk about, which I briefly talked about was just the, the relationship between Jager and searcher, these uh-huh. names, they're yeah, just, yeah. they don't <laughs> roll off the tongue for me. Um, they are just so hostile to each other. Uh-huh. Um, they got in fights a lot and it was really difficult watching them because it, it be, again, we didn't see that resentment bubble up for searcher, you know, yeah. like you he, know, throughout the whole t- time, he was also like hiding resentment to his son. Uh-huh. And every once in a while, his son in his mind would turn into his dad. And he, so he yes, was like, yes, that was weird. Okay. Yeah. So we did get those moments. Um, he, he always has the resentment, but he never has the sadness or yeah. the missing or, you know, you, sh- you weren't there for me moment. Just a lot of anger, which, and yeah, it was interesting. Of... And I didn't like it. Yeah. I just felt like, oh, this is just kind of icky. There also wasn't a, any real change for Jaeger either. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't. Like there was no decision of your right son. I mean, there was at the very end, there, and, and there was yeah, where he comes when instead of going his own path again, he yeah, comes he back, comes to, back and... to save the day. I uh-huh, guess, uh-huh. but but I mean, and then at the very very so he end, changes, which, both looking out, yeah, as opposed to looking at the thing. But I think it, there there should have been something on Searcher's part where he gave in mm-hmm. to the relationship with the dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't feel like I got that reciprocation. Yeah. Like uh, I was wrong as well. Yes, exactly. Because they they both were. Yeah. It is very clear they both were. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. We're going to talk about uh, Searcher's mom. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. So that I, whole thing is just, what? like, what? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, why so, did he, like, it was clear. It's been 25. He's like, it's been 25 years, mom, like, or dad. To me, it was under the impression that she was married again. Why was he coming back with flowers knocking on her door? Yeah. Like, I understand coming back, you know, sort of the uh, castaway situation where the wife has moved on and uh-huh. you need to, you need to meet them again. So you can just like close that right, chapter. Right, right, right. But I mean, coming with flowers, that's a very, I, I was listening to something. It's like we stereotypes are helpful because uh-huh. they help to in our mind, we can process information very quickly through a stereotype yes. and someone coming to the door with, with flowers. flowers is a stereotype of courting. Yes. Right. So that was the stereotype that was presented. And, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why have you been alone too long yeah. that you just don't have these social cues anymore? But he gave zero indication that he was weird. He mm-hmm. was, uh, like undomesticated, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, I he, mean, I, he hops right back into normal life yeah. and he's not like a weirdo. He's this definitely should be like a Jumanji. Yes. Like Ron yes. Williams Jumanji, like 
I've been living 25 years alone was a major, major issues to somebody. And he had, he had zero of those. Yeah. So that, that was a whole thing that I noticed, but also just that he goes to the wife and, and then the boyfriend or the husband, I don't know. They don't make it clear. Right. But what is going on there? (laughs) No, he gives him a giant, like he's a poly or something. He's like huge. Yeah. (laughs) But it just didn't make sense. It was, I didn't get it. I didn't, what, what was happening there? Like, was she accepting him? Was like, because they gave him a hug. Right. Yeah. That was weird. I, polyamorous now speaking of poly. <laughs> oh, poly. oh gosh. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I wasn't, I, you don't know what to expect. Mm. And that was, I think one of the major flaws with this movie is that it was trying so hard to, to go along with these natural feelings that are around with like the father to son mm-hmm. situation, but it, they also had too many other things thrown in there that it really lost the plot. And I was actually, as we were coming out of the theater, you, you get to see and kind of hear what other press people uh-huh. are saying. And I was hearing a couple of people say that same thing that they were, it was like, there was just so many plots uh-huh. and so many things happening that I really kind of got lost. Yeah. The word that I said to the guy was disjointed. It uh-huh. just, there was too much uh, that it was trying to be, you know, if it would have just been like, you know, the, tra- the very beginning with the old comic book, you know, like the traditional yeah. adventure story and right. Right. Uh, right. We, we didn't need the strange world in my opinion. Yeah. We just needed oh, a world um, <laughs> and it closes and it's like, shows you the, ca- the cover of the comic book. Oh, fighting <laughs> corruption from the inside. I was like, Oh gosh. Yet another yeah, eye roll. Just, yeah. Okay. So the very end, basically they, they realize that, Hey, we have been farming. We're basically like a skin disease yeah. um, on this thing uh-huh. with, with these Brussels sprouts that right. we, we are our energy source and it's taking all of its energy that it's causing it to basically die. Right. And it's like almost like plaque in the arteries yeah. situation. Yeah. And so, you know, we don't get our teardrop moment, save the, save the heart sort of thing, <laughs> but they break it off and uh-huh. it, it clears itself up and it's like, Oh, okay, cool. And the heart's back and the, uh-huh. the whole system is working together. And, and me thinking like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, well, it took 25 years to get to this situation we've cleaned it up. It's like on a very mild side, like a juice cleanse for the whole body. Yeah. You know, we're going to clear out all the gunk and everything's going to be fresh and clean and, and starting new. And I'm like, okay, it took 25 years to just like, what to get it to this bad point. Yeah. Start harvesting again, start planting. <laughs> and, and, and you know, about 20 years, you know, you'll have yeah. to do a reset. You just, you know, you've you got to do your do cleanse it. again, do your yeah. detox. And Hey, <laughs> the best of both worlds. Well, that was a weird thing <laughs> at the end is that they, they still had these, which that didn't make sense. So simultaneously they had this super advanced energy source, but then also mechanically created, you know, things that can fly without, without propellers or motors. And so they still have that, but they're just energy is sourced in a different way, I guess, which we're not clear how that is. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So he comes back and he is now, he's actually a better farmer now that he's no longer only planting the one crop. Oh yeah, for year. sure. That's better for the, that's much the better soil. for the soil. More regenerative. Yes. Farming practices. Is, These are the things that we've learned over time that we're like, Oh, the things that our ancestors used to do. Yeah. Right. Those were good. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why that just naturally happens that way. <laughs> yeah. The fact is so they've, they've now 
replaced it and started doing other fruits and vegetables or whatever. Uh-huh. And, but they still have this power source, as you said, that we don't know where it's coming from, but you also do see the little green, like glowy thing though. They, so they haven't completely taken this power source off. Well, yeah, the whole power source in general was weird because they come across it in those mountains, whatever right. that was supposed to represent. That's the only time we see it. I was expecting like, Oh, we're going to see this inside the body growing. Yeah. No. So like it would just, ha- they just happened to stumble upon some sort of disease mm-hmm. <laughs> on mm-hmm. the creature and then they multiplied it because yeah. they're a parasite. Right, right, right. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, good times. So <laughs> any last thoughts? Those are, we, we've gone through a lot of things about this, basically at an hour and 10. I kind of felt so. like some of the, you know, you mentioned Captain Planet. We talked the Lorax. It feels kind of like some of the nineties where, you know, everything yeah. was don't chop down the rainforest, you know, where there was <laughs> right. just like a environment. The loggers. Yes. In the loggers <laughs> with a fern gully, like the loggers. <laughs> yeah. You know, nowadays it's, it's fossil fuels yeah. and it just kind of felt like, Oh, we're, be- we're back at the nineties, huh? Well, not that they, you know, environmental causes ever went away. No. They just always kind of shift. You yeah. Notice, you yeah, know? yeah. It's always a the different... The thing that was going to kill us, you know, in 12 years actually uh-huh. didn't. So, oh, crap, we were wrong. We got to... Something gotta else, else is going to destroy the world. So, yeah, good times. Um, it was the loggers. I just, yeah, no, that was the problem is I felt that because of the energy situation, it was just too on the nose for me. Yeah. Where I just had a hard time. Like, okay, you know, you're going to force feed us this message. Yeah. You know. I can learn for myself if I like trees <laughs> to, to quote Chelsea way back in way back in episode five. Yeah. Three, three or five. five yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. It is. Yes. Going all the way back. Um, but also it's like Disney just in the last 10 years has just done really well at being a mass producer of giant frying pans. They want to hit you over the head with a message <laughs> with. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> yet another one another, yet another frying pan for your tool belt uh so it was a frying pan at the beginning and the food looked delectable yes. i i really liked that they were using butter or uh-huh. i'm sure it was vegan butter but you know i'm i'm very much a fan of animal fats because they're i know yes. they're very good for your body um opposed to vegetable oils which are industrial waste that is very highly inflammatory. So he was using butter and then he put that bread on the pan. It was cooking. Yeah. yeah. And then you had the egg. I was like, mm, I like this. <laughs> so nice. I was a fan. I, I want to go make some of that right now. So, and the <laughs> avocado is like, Ooh, good healthy fats. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Good. Good. Yes. <laughs> so Chelsea, what would you rate it? This would a fun discussion. Hell, yeah. I'm you being in person. <laughs> I this feel a different vibe. A totally different vibe. Yeah. I like it. Um, <laughs> We've discussed this before many times of every time we do something in yes. person. We're like, wow, this is so much better. This is so much better. And then we're like, oh, logistics. We got a plan. <laughs> and, uh, uh, hashtag life. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Okay. So what would you rate this film? Um, I mean, two and a half stars. Really. It's not something I feel like I'm going to go back to. It's not something that I feel like I really got any good vibes per se out Mm -hmm. of it. It was more just like, I just kept seeing the message Mm -hmm. and maybe that's just me. And I've like, I'm just like overly critical or hypersensitive. It it might just be me. And so I'm just like, I don't want to, the message. And so you just see it all over. And I just, I have a hard time with it. 
And so that's really one of my main reasons why I felt like they did a good enough job of, of trying to like create a cohesive story as far as like character driven. Uh-huh. And I appreciated the character driven aspects of it and trying to create the family dynamics and, and I, I can get behind that, but just my overall sitting vibe of like, what would I give this? It's like a, I give it a meh. So two and a half. All right. I've said many times on this podcast, one word that describes this movie is disjointed from the character designs where it feels like from we're in Sony land mm. hotel Transylvania. And then Raya, you know, like they, they, they didn't even combine and had a baby. They just like came together and they're two separate <laughs> it's like beings. kingdom hearts. You know? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, throw them all together. You know, it all makes sense at the end, but there's some movies where that totally works. But the problem was I didn't like being confused at what I was watching instead of being immersed into the story. You know, there's some movies where, oh, wow, like the big, you know, sixth sense thing at the end. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. that all makes sense. You know, they were all dead. Uh, He's no, he's (laughs) dead. On the back of a giant turtle the whole time. (laughs) You know, and but like watching the movie, you're not like weirded out or just confused. And I felt I was confused. I didn't, the strange world itself is like the low point of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Just, it was weird. And uh, then, then we have like the farmer aspect and the adventurer, you know, explorer aspect and, and the energy source and the thing is alive this, and it's a turtle, you know, and it didn't feel like a Disney movie mm-hmm. at all. Having watched this and Even looking back. Yeah, it's it's like this was an animated movie for sure. Mm-hmm. If you would have said, okay, you watch the trailer or even watch the movie, what studio is this? I would never have told you Disney. Um, you know, so take it early for what it is. But I, I don't. I won't be taking my family to see this just simply because I think it's too over their heads. It's yeah. going to be just. It's the kids are super not. Young. Yeah, they are little. You know where's frozen they need yeah they need ice they need powers they need olaf like i really understand the psychic character you know yeah i mean we had our blob splat but <laughs> it's a little different or excuse me our magic carpet so ah why do we always do this we always do the same thing but i was thinking three two and a half and that's really where i'm feeling uh-huh. right now is that it's a a two and a half film which i don't think i've ever given a Disney film with two and a half, maybe Black Cauldron. <laughs> um, it, I think we gave that one like one. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Don Hall, I think he was around back then too. Oh. As, and maybe the animation department, but Don I feel bad. was there, but. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, I feel bad, but I didn't have a good time. Yeah. Uh, there were moments for sure. Mm-hmm. But at, all, at the end, looking back, I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw that and I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I know people are going to see it for sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, people are going to, you know, Thanksgiving and there's going to be a lot a of people. Film. There's going to be a lot of people who really love it. Yeah, know? for sure. And so like we, I'm, we also I'm, are, you know, way looking into things as yeah. far as the message and this and, you know, being hypercritical, not necessarily in a bad way, but that's just like what you do on a podcast. Right. <laughs> so about movies, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this does. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the last it's interesting. We had Raya, which kind of, which basically was a flop in my opinion, as far as box office, but you know, well, the reason why box office, but also just as far as a movie goes, it just didn't, 
people didn't like it. And uh, then we I had Encanto, which just was out of this world crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm trying to look back at, you know, what made Encanto different? You know, obviously Lin-Manuel Miranda and his songs. The songs are so catchy and just had so much to do with it. There were a couple points in time where I felt like this really could have used songs. Yeah. <laughs> we got one song at the beginning. At the beginning, but there was it. like... There's like, there should have been an I want song where Ethan no, comes out and somebody like, else but you. Exactly. You know, where they have this moment where they come yeah. together and they, I kind of did. Yeah. So like they, there were, there were moments where they could have made this a musical thing. And I think that it might've helped in some ways. Yeah. And I know, know that they weren't wanting to do it that way, but you know, you think of Encanto and it's Mirabelle's story. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the family all around yeah, and they who, all have whose story do you think this was? Searchers. Yeah. But at the same time they also wanted it to be Ethan's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that works. Yeah. You know, we have all three of them, the the grandpa, but he's kind of not a he's just like a secondary character almost. So he's a main character, but com- compared to those two, definitely more secondary. Um, yeah. I think it's Searcher's story. Okay but maybe not. I, it is searcher story. I think it it's is searcher story. And he's it's the only, relation. He's the only one that's he's the there. Tight, the he's the tie thing. to the dad and the son. Yeah. And he has to learn to accept the son for his decisions and what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, being in it, you know, following in his dad's footsteps, which he doesn't like. And also so. not repeating his dad's myth. Yes. Messy. Yes. Oh, so messy family oh. relationships. Oh, so messy. So there you have it. Let us know what your thoughts are for this episode of the Animation Addicts podcast and specifically this movie, Strange World. Uh-huh. This has been a very interesting one. I'm very, this is so fresh. I don't even know, you know, what people are thinking. Uh, it'll be interesting what critics think. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting what the audience thinks, what our audience thinks. So let us know. Go to rotoscovers.com slash 278. Give us your thoughts there. That's all we have for this episode. Until next time. We are the Rotoscopers. All right, so this should be going. Testing, testing. I am going to. Hello. I mean, it looks like we're good. It does look. It looks as though. (laughs) As though we are good. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. Well, we can just get started. Okay. Let's make some magic. Ah. Hard full. Oh, no. Good thing I caught that right now. Yeah. Like right as it happened? Yeah. It's had 32 gigs on it. How are you full? Annoying when it does that. Okay, we're sitting here ah! in this, this truck is like that backing is the up. Worst. Stop it. <laughs> I'm watching I you. I know you're fixing your spot, but I just don't <laughs> like a car backing towards me. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I'm in it. I see you. <laughs> yeah. Flash those lights. <laughs> um, yeah, I just had a whole nother tangent come to my mind. I'm going to pass over it, though. <laughs> We, we are, are the rotoscopers. rotoscopers. <laughs> oh, no delay. It's glorious. We, but the thing is, like, this with these, it's actually putting it right, right on the same thing. So it's like, we have to do this right. Oh, <laughs> there's no nice. way to go in and edit this one. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, okay, so what I think it's, I think our title should be I'm Yukon Cornelius <laughs> or just Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Okay. Yukon okay. um, Cornelius.
Cheers. <laughs> he licks the thing. Peppermint. <laughs> I need to watch that. It's a good one. I, he's great. <laughs> it's coming up on Christmas time. I need to watch that again. Yes. Let's add that one to the list. We need to do the ranking of the Disney CEOs like sooner rather than later. Yes, yes, yes. So I think... You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and interviews. Thanks for listening.